Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, Brandon Scott's in the building. Let's let's talk running backs. B. Scott wants to make the biggest Texans killer, perhaps a Houston Texan. Lay this out, B. Scott. Lay this out because this is music to my ears. For me, the top priority for the Texans, especially offensively in free agencies, should be Derrick Henry. You talk about the running back position, how they haven't prioritized the running back position or how they haven't taken it seriously. I don't necessarily agree that they haven't taken it seriously. I just don't think that they've gotten it right. I think they've just failed at it in a lot of ways, like you think about this past year. And, and I don't really blame this, blame them for this part of it. We all thought that Damian Pierce was going to be a lot better than he ended up being. Like I, I think Damian Pierce, in a lot of ways, was them taking the running back position seriously, and that just didn't work out the way that they wanted it to. But you had Derrick Henry to this football team, and we're – completely changing the look of the offense or at least what the offense can potentially I don't think you're changing the identity of it and that's kind of the beauty of it like you're not signing Derrick Henry and then all of a sudden becoming the Tennessee Titans of a few years ago Mm -hmm. it's still CJ Stroud's offense it's still the Shanahan offense with CJ Stroud as the as the star player as as the feature player of it whether it's slow calling the plays or whoever it is that they bring in but now you've added the element of Derrick Henry when it's time to go play in the cold or when it's time to go to go to Baltimore and play or to go to Kansas City or go to Buffalo and play, you've got Derrick Henry on your side. And also this, the other side doesn't have Derrick Henry. You better believe that all of these other teams that are in the mix, all of a sudden the, the Texans mm-hmm. are in the mix in the AFC among the contenders, right? You better believe all the rest of them will be interested in Derrick Henry, the Kansas Cities of the world, the Buffaloes of the world, the Baltimore Ravens of the world, the team that just beat you. Not only do you change the look of your offense or what you're able to do late in the season in January, but you also keep them away from the other AFC contenders. I think that Derrick Henry, it also masks a little bit some of the issues that we talked about the run game. Mm -hmm. Okay, what have we talked about all week? Not really a lot that you can do about this offensive line. This is the offensive line that you have kind of married, at yeah. least at least in the short term, at least for the next couple of years, at least next year for sure. So this is your offensive line. What would make them a lot better? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's side. He produced last year 
look, to be fair, uh, with an offensive line that was not as good as this one, the, the Titans' offensive line, not as good as the one that the Texans have, even though we're nitpicking the Texans' offensive line. So I think mm-hmm. it works for everybody. Throw some money at Derrick Henry, and let's go. Landry Locker, John Lopez, uh, Figgy Fig with you. B. Scott in the building. And, and I think there's ties, too. Um, the Alabama ties. They obviously like Alabama guys. Uh, D'Amico went there. Um, Nick Casario, I mean, he's he's experienced a Derrick Henry butt whooping. Um, the the 2019 season, we, we talk about the uh, the upset of the Ravens last week uh, that the Titans had. Um, he had 182 yards on 34 carries and a touchdown, uh, as well as a uh, – as well as one catch for 22 yards against Nick Casario. So Nick Casario is very familiar with Derrick Henry. At this point, too, I, I, and I would take Josh Jacobs. I would take Saquon Barkley. Saquon Same. Barkley is my Same. dream. Um, and then you have Austin Eckler. You have all these other guys. And I would still bring back Singletary if you want to and yep. draft a running back. They need a committee. They need a committee. But at this point, like you've made an investment in the offensive line for better or worse. And you're you're stuck with it. Like it's not like it, it could end up being good, but you're stuck with it. Like you're you're invested in this offensive line. So like any notion that you're going to draft uh, an offensive lineman in the first round, second round, it doesn't. It's just not going to happen. I, I I don't think it's going to happen. Running backs can make the offensive line better. So you almost have to like protect your investment and realize, like you, you it's it's and the other thing is people don't value running backs. Uh, as much as they should, you got to do it. Yeah. You got to do it. And also, I wouldn't be, like, and we can talk a little bit more about this later, but I wouldn't just be as down on on the offensive line just based off of the inconsistency of what you saw this season. Like, they were injured. They had guys playing out of position. Mm -hmm. Michael Deirdre was their center. You know, the year before that, Scott Quisenberry was their center. Like, we haven't really seen, and this is not to say that we will see it because, like, things happen, right? But we really haven't seen the offensive line whole and at full strength in the way that I think that they envision it. I'm not exactly sure how they're going to envision it next year, but I wouldn't just automatically assume that all is lost with the offensive line. They actually at times did okay, all things considered. It just wasn't good enough. But, again, you add Derrick Henry to the mix, he was productive again in an offensive line with an offensive line that was not as good as the one that we're talking about right now. Man, I think it looks good. Throw some money at him, I'm, man. I'm with Landry on this, and I prefer Saquon, but the premise is is, is exactly what uh, – I do agree with the premise. Uh, I just think Derrick Henry is diminishing returns. I'm just thinking about the cold, man. I, I love yeah. Saquon. I'm good with all Saquon. Josh, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, Jacobs is another it. good one. Hey, let's do it. J- yeah. Jacobs might might even actually be the, the meeting of the middle between the two of what we're talking about between yeah. Saquon and Derrick Henry. I'm just thinking about that game in Baltimore, man, where you could just lean on him a little bit. You can just, and, and Derrick Henry also still like at eighty percent of the Derrick Henry that we know still is better than most. Well, I mean, we just, we just differ on who. Yeah, the the premise I agree with, but but here's here's the other part of it, and and Landry said this a second ago. I absolutely would keep Devin Singletary uh, as the changeup, and then draft somebody as well. Uh, and you, if you have those three guys, then I can live with it, whether it's Derrick Henry or whomever. Uh, but I just prefer Saquon. But if you can if you can get those three running backs, your offensive line automatically becomes better, even if the personnel is exactly the same. Yeah. And I just wonder, because I was talking about this yesterday, like with Nick Casario, like we've, I, I feel like it's almost been like a waste of time the last few off seasons to like try to predict what Nick's going to do. 
I mean, like not necessarily predict, but to try to find tendencies because it's been like different situations each year. Like you, he's not going to hire David Coley, you know, last year. He's not going to hire Levy Smith. Like it's it's just different. But where he is right now is the most similar to what he was in New England. And, and, he, and I'm not saying he was making the decisions, but the decisions that they made in New England where you had your quarterback, uh, you were at this tier, you had a decent core. Like, this is as close to what he was in New England. And when they were in New England, they 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 loved running backs. Yeah. yeah. Like, they they drafted Sony Michelle in the first round. And and they they it's not like anyone was thinking that they were starving for running backs. I, and I don't think there's a there's a first round running back this year. But I mean, I I would I could see a scenario where you sign one of these top tier guys, you bring back Devin Singletary, and then like if day three comes around and like Jonathan Brooks from Texas or someone is there, like just take it, man. Yeah. Just get the running backs. Yeah, you need it. It's 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 like if. Like you can almost get by if you had to with the receivers that are here. Yeah, you know yeah. Tank Dell, Nico. You can't get by with Devin Singletary well, and Damon Pierce. Well, can't do it. And, and but and that's my point about the offense. Though, like it's still gonna be about C.J. Stroud. You know, like I, I don't I don't think I can stress that enough. Like it's not like you're, hey, sign Devin, uh, sign Derrick Henry, and hand the ball off to Derrick Henry no. thirty times a game. Yeah, that's not what it's gonna be. Like, Derrick Henry is just – and, again, like y'all are saying, bring back Devin Singletary or somebody like him, right? Like somebody that change of pace, mm-hmm. scat back, but also somebody that can really is, – is probably more well-rounded of a back than he probably gets credit for. Yeah. And give Derrick Henry – like, go offer Derrick Henry the contract that you gave Robert Woods last year and see what he says. Mm-hmm. And say, hey, hey, here's here's two years – We'll, we'll guarantee you $10 million. To make it even a little more. Here's $12 million guaranteed. Let's go win the Super Bowl next year. Yeah. Let's do it. And, and and the sins of the past, all of those names that y'all rattled off in the previous segments, the David Johnson. Shout out to David Johnson, who I, see still, who I still see around town sometimes. But the David Johnsons of the world, the the Carlos Hydes, and, and the the Rex Burke heads of the world. Like we're, We can forgive the sins of the past with just a, an easy – Derrick Henry signing with a franchise quarterback. You can play in the cold. Let's go. I'm good with the Saquon stuff. I'm I'm perfectly fine with it. But I'm I'm thinking about Derrick Henry. What you can do with him late in the season, and also keeping him away from those other teams that could also use him. The other thing is, and and we got some uh, breaking news involving Bobby Slowick in a second. Like I don't the I, I don't I'm not gonna fall in love with what Devin Singletary did last year. No. It was fine. He's nice. He's he's a, he's a nice back. He's a nice back, but but, it, but, he, like, he, but he should be in the role. He that shouldn't I think be they the signed. key to your success. He, no, he should have been in the role that they signed him to be in. You're right? Like it, it, it's no, no, absolutely, yeah. Like the, the that's the, a good point. The, they signed him to be to be yeah, a backup change back, of pace. yeah, change yeah. of pace back. And what the plan that they had as the lead back just didn't quite work out. Same thing with Damian Pierce. Honestly, the year before, he was just a late round pick. They, they, they I don't think they thought he was going to be their best offensive player. Oh, you look up any years, but probably shouldn't have been right on a real team, on a serious team. So, like, it's, it's all about sort of the change of expectations. Your earlier point, Landry, like this is a whole different vibe, a whole different scenario. Now you're talking about surrounding a franchise quarterback with weapons. I, I, I wrote this last week that C.J. Stroud needed to be surrounded with more weapons, and I was talking about the wide receiver position. But the more that I thought about it and the more I look at what's out there, I'd much rather throw money at Derrick Henry than say some of these wide receivers that are out there that are somewhat enticing to Mike Evans and T. Higgins of the world. Give me Derrick Henry over. And back. just prioritize it in the draft. Like 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 
I actually disagree with you. You know, you you, you said Damian Pierce might be the one guy because talking Carlos Hyde. You know, the, just prioritize the running back. Get us. You know, actually, whether it's money or the draft or both. I mean, Damian Pierce was a fourth round pick. Yeah. Back back to your theory. Yeah. You want a really good running back that you can invest in the first or second round. No, but that, but that, that's what I'm saying that, about the fourth the round. There's not there's no guarantee that that, that guy's going to be. That's a what stud. I'm saying was the mistake of last year. I yeah. think we ate the cheese a little bit, and I say I'm talking about the collective we. The yeah. way it was discussed and the way I think it was approached by the team was a little bit. When was the, the last cheese. time they like? That's the running back. They tried to. They tried with Let, Lamar Miller, year. but it was kind of like yeah, that was that's, that's six years ago. Well, I mean, yeah. this past year, I think that was. I think Damian Pierce was clearly the running back going into the season. But he's a fourth rounder. What no, I'm I saying, get, like, no, like with your actions, prioritize the position. Here, here's my other question. These but they didn't li- do anything else because exactly. of that. I think Brandon Scott with right. us here on In the Loop Sports Radio six ten. So, so I'm I'm asking leading questions here. Yeah, because I'm trying to fit my running back agenda that I've been <laughs> obsessed with for seven years. So, where does D'Amico Ryan's come from? As in, like, Alabama. coaching? No, no, like, where where did he learn to coach in the best, NFL? Best, oh. oh, yeah, I mean, uh, San Francisco. He's from San Francisco, right? Yeah. They're pretty good, right? They're okay. They're playing what Sunday. What did they do? They're playing Sunday, right? Yes. We always talk about Brock Purdy and all this. What, what is the reason why the San Francisco 49ers have, 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 have elevated their play the last two years? Like, let's be serious. Christian McCaffrey. Exactly. Yeah. They traded damn near half a draft for Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. who... At the time, it was, man, this guy can't stay healthy, all this. If they don't trade for Christian McCaffrey, I don't know that D'Amico's in the NFC Championship last year, and I damn sure don't think that Brock Purdy, we're sitting here talking about Brock Purdy the way we are. Like, the reason San Francisco is there is because of Christian effing McCaffrey. They took the running back position Serious. The Lions. What did the Lions do that they got made fun of like like crazy? Like Not what did they do? I, I was just about to say you're about to make me uncomfortable. What they do? <laughs> no, no, no. You're about to Drafted make me uncomfortable. Another running they, back. they drafted hey, Jameer Gibbs. Hey, if if we, they don't do that, they're not here. I don't no. want I don't want to have the Jameer Gibbs conversation. Honest to God. I don't want to derail us, but you're gonna make me uncomfortable about the Jameer Gibbs Why? thing. Why? Because I think Jameer Gibbs got a little McCaffrey in him. Yeah. And he was the twelfth overall pick. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. I'm not and I'm, and I'm not saying I'm just saying. Yeah. He made the play that got him here. Yeah. Like, it's, like he, he made the play. No, how, how would you? Let me just put it this way: How would you like to have Jameer Gibbs? I would uh, thank say thank you very much. Are you going to go Will Anderson? No, I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not even. I love Will Anderson. I'm just saying. Just yeah, saying. I would say thank you very much. I'd like to have the guy. Yeah, yeah like the the reason like the they're there is because of Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some big news. B Scott here. Um, so Albert Breer says that Bobby Slowick is in the ATL. He's going to meet with Arthur Blank, CEO Rich McKay, and GM Terry Fontenot today at Blank's home. He says Slowick really impressed the brass in his Zoom interview Sunday, uh, and he also met with the commanders on Tuesday. So he's meeting with uh, the owner, the CEO, and the GM. Yeah, at, at their house. house, at his house, at his house. Yeah, that's an. I think an offer is imminent. Really? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Man, dude, I, I you don't yeah. think they're just trying to get Belichick to bleep or get off the pot? Oh, they they should. I mean, be. maybe that'll be like a happy coincidence. Hey, w- but wait a minute, what do you think they should be doing? Because I I think they should be going the Sloic route. If I were them, you wouldn't go the Belichick. No, route? I'm good. I'm good. I'd go the Sloic route based off of their personnel, what they got going on over there. They need to figure out the quarterback situation. Which, hey, another reason why I wouldn't bring in Bill Belichick. Yeah, but with those weapons, like that is an offensive centric team that has invested a lot in weapons with premium position or premium draft picks. Mm-hmm. You need an offensive guy. You need somebody that's innovative. Belichick has not shown himself to be that. I know he's an all-timer. He's probably the GOAT. But 
Hey, that's their identity. Hey, look, Bill Belichick's identity is defense. Yeah, man, come on, come on. Hey, I would be going for Slowick if I were them. Come on, you don't meet with the owner, the GM, and the CEO. I mean, it's a second interview, right? And it's a second interview. Who else do you think is an interview? At his house. It's an in-person. Who else do you think? What do you mean, like at, at, with Atlanta? Yeah, who else do you think is there? Anybody who's 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 in the decision-making process with the top three guys, for sure. What do you think it's like going to Arthur Blank's house? What do you think? How do you think he's, he's living? Oh, I think he's pretty cool. I was going to say, I don't know if I've... Yeah. No, you think you go through a gate, and then you got to... Oh, for sure. You go through a gate? Yeah, for sure. You think, And then you just park? You probably have to buzz in. No, you probably got a driver. Yeah, uh, buzz in with a security guard, and then buzz in. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. then you're good. No, no way you're going to circle Arthur, drive. No way, story. No way you're going to Arthur Colonial. Blank's house for an interview, and you're not like you, you don't have a driver. Do you right? think he answers the door himself? No, nah. <laughs> you don't. Nah, hell no. Nah. Do you, do you think that how long will it take Bobby Slurk to have like a drink in his hand? Like, oh, he's not going to drink. Fire long. Yeah. No, no. I'm talking about just like water or something. Oh. Oh, they're like, they're less ask, than five minutes. Yeah, they'll ask immediately. Yeah, less than five. Like minutes. Five seconds. Yeah. Can we get you? As soon as he gets in the door, mm-hmm. as soon as he's inside. What if he just pops a beer? It's like, man, give that's me a, a beer. It's a baller move. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on the move. Yeah, you got any scotch? Catch a vibe. <laughs> just come in. What if he just gets I mean, out what, of his car? I mean, what if he walks in and there's just like beer cans everywhere, <laughs> all over, all over the table, like billionaire's house, but it's just like yeah. It's, it's not like Jim Irsay. There's one, there's one little room that he has to walk through that's just like trashed. And hey, here, here's here's where we're gonna talk, right here. Uh-huh. Bobby Slowick meeting with uh, Falcons owner Arthur Blank, uh, their CEO and their GM uh, today. One other job off the board. Okay, uh, according to Schefter, uh, the Panthers are hiring Buccaneers offensive coordinator Dave Canales. What as their new head? Coach. What, who? Per source. The young guy? I'm sorry. Dave Canales. Run, that, run that by me again. Panthers are hiring Buccaneers offensive coordinator Dave Canales as the new head coach. Panthers have offered the job and Canales is taking it. Quote, it will get done per source. Dang. Wow. So, wow. Wow. You, t- you telling me Frank Wright lost his job to somebody named Dave, Dave Canales? Yeah. <laughs> who I do not by know. By the way, I feel that's a race card. <laughs> uh, is it? I have no idea. Who, I have no idea what color any of these people no, are. Canales is Hispanic. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, it, 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 no. It wasn't the nationality <laughs> of the I'm name. It was the anonymity of it. Yes, I know. I'm just kidding. So Slowick, it was not knowing who it was. Yeah. So Slowick is meeting, um, and Dave Canales is going to go. Damn, this is, don't know you, Dave. Might as well. Ian Rappaport. Hey, a surprise. Might as no well, kidding. Hey, shout out to break, <laughs> shout out to breaking barriers and everything. But I don't know you. Might as well have said uh, David Cully. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Same thing. Oh, same thing. Yeah. There are parallels. Same. Yeah. yeah same. There thing. are parallels. Same, same thing. Might yeah. as well have said that. By the way, Bobby Slowick, like going into Arthur Blank's crib, we talked about him having a drink. He kind of strikes me like Bobby Slowick, like strikes me as like the forty-year-old virgin scene where everybody's drinking and he has a Fanta orange <laughs> like in front of him at the poker table. What is his drink? Bobby Slowick's? Yeah, probably beer. Michelob yeah. Ultra. Yeah, I bet he could get down. Ultra's a good call. Michelob Ultra or wine, white wine. Yeah, Michelob Ultra. Yeah, Michelob Ultra is uh, low in carbs. That's a good one. Uh-huh. Coming up, we'll react to this Bobby Slowick news uh, as well as discuss what tier the Texans. Are in. In the loop continues with Brandon Scott next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Watch out for CMB, baby. Out, this is for you. It's going down. Yes, sir. You watch out for cash money. Brandon Scott in the building. Hey, don't act like you're not feeling this. Brandon Scott in the building, man, here on In the Loop Sports Radio 610. So, Bobby Slowick's in Atlanta. He's meeting with uh, the shot callers of the Atlanta Falcons, and and, uh, the interview is at the crib. I I don't – you can't have someone over to your crib if you're not going to hire them, right? Well, you can because I think they interviewed Vrabel at his house. Yesterday, because Harbaugh canceled his. Right. And then they interviewed Vrabel, but, but now but not going with to the, the crib. CEO and the GM there. You're but aren't sitting, they always in the interviews? I, I don't know if like you got all three at once at the house. Yeah, Go, like, going, going to the crib definitely feels more like a party than an interview, especially I, yeah. once you've already interviewed. It feels more like now the going to the crib is like the consummation of it, the celebration yes, yes, of it. Yes. That's what that feels like to me. Do you think you get Home Depot hookups if Arthur Blank hires you? I mean, not that you need him, but like, didn't, I, didn't he find, found Home Depot? Yeah, I, I'm sure you get. Was. I'm sure you're connected at that point. Damn, dude. Yeah, so you can just go. You are a made man at, at that Home point. Depot. Get some lumber. Shout out to him, Bobby Slowick, man. Uh, ima- is, imagine at that point going to Home Depot and not getting a, a discount. Like, I, <laughs> I, like I know somebody. You think Gerard's waiting for this? I'm not trying to put you on the spot, Lopez, but Gerard's got to at least wait to see what Slowick does before he takes. Because he interviewed with the Eagles yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like Gerard's got to at least wait for Slowick, right? Uh yes, uh, right. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And and that's not. I haven't. You know, I haven't asked. I mean, him that's about common that. sense, though, right? It's like, just, if he's not, that's a big mistake. Well, he's got family here. His wife has family here. Yeah, he's got a lot of people here that he grew up with in Humble and and everything else, and a chance to become offensive coordinator. It's a clear path towards being a head coach, uh, for sure. Like it's a very it's a very clear path towards being a head coach. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that said, 
I mean, maybe, you know, that, that, that the clearer path for him once he weighs everything is going to be somewhere else. I don't, be. I don't think but so. But you got to wait, right? Yeah, you got to wait. You got to wait and decide. I, I would be just shocked, dumbfounded, if this has not already been discussed. And we've asked about this, and I don't feel like we've gotten, like, clear answers. Like, yeah, and, and no reason for him to give us a clear answer. We'll hear from Gerard 1235, by the way. But I, I would be shocked if this has not been discussed on some level. Like, there's, there is a strategy here. We just are not necessarily privy to it. But I'd be shocked if there's not some level of, hey, I'm, I'm waiting to see what happens with this position because I could be up for it. I'd be shocked if they haven't talked with each other about it. Slowick and, and Gerard. Yeah, that's what, uh, that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be- because, like, you you guys know this. Once the offseason hits in every sport, not just football, the the coaching gossip is, like, off the charts. Like, who do you think's getting that job? Have you heard anything on this guy? Because they're all looking for their next, you know, kind of thing. So, I, yeah, I'd be shocked. Because if Gerard Johnson is an offensive coordinator candidate in other places – and the offensive coordinator position could be open here because Bobby Slowick is a yeah, head coaching candidate in other places, then why would Gerard Johnson not be an offensive coordinator candidate here? Especially, like, this logic dictates that he would be. Especially when C.J. Stroud, like, just gushes about him and he, it changed my life. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's obvious that he would that he would at least consider the, yeah. the timing of what the situation is here. Landry Locker, uh, John Lopez, B. Scott here. Uh, Bobby Slowick meeting with the Atlanta Falcons at – the owner's house. So we had some head coaching news drop uh, during the show. The uh, Carolina Panthers, they've, they've hired their coach. Um, I, I didn't see this one coming. Um, Dave Canales. Dave Canales from uh, Tampa Bay. That young offensive coordinator that they showed on camera a couple times the other day. Um, hell, they sliced up the Texans too. Uh, Jim Harbaugh with the uh, Los Angeles Chargers yesterday. I want to focus on the Chargers. That's that's the Texans tier, right? Like, yeah. The, like the tier of where the Texans are. I, I don't even Baltimore, Kansas City. How you doing up there? Mm-hmm. Like I've I've I, I understand. Like y'all are y'all are a tier above where the Texans will be. Los Angeles, like the Harbaugh move, really kind of impacts the Texans because I I feel like that's their tier, correct? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you. It, it, it impacts the like I think more immediately. It threatens, like, I, I look at the fact that Kansas City, they're right there with a chance to go to another Super Bowl, win another one, sort of change their legacy and conversation and everything. But we saw them sort of decline a little bit. So, like, if I was like if I was in Kansas City, I'd be looking at it and really be kind of looking behind, you know, looking on my heels a little bit. But for the Texans, I'm with you. Like, they're, they're in the same group of teams that's trying to get to where Baltimore and – Kansas City and you know I think that's the where, list where those teams are trying I, I, to get I, I, I do yeah I, I think I, it's Baltimore I, Kansas City and, and the AFC that's it yeah, everybody and, else is fighting yeah and I think they're trying to get there and with Harbaugh I feel like that's like their first move like yeah. we're all talking about what are the Texans going to do y'all did a segment earlier in the week where do the Texans go now what do the Texans go from here what do they do now the Chargers just showed you what they do from here they give Justin Herbert a real coach mm-hmm. an offensive coach a fixer a guy who knows what he's doing and knows a thing or two about quarterback play, a winner everywhere that he's been. So it's hard to even imagine you take the success of John Harbaugh, basically has never failed as a coach, and Justin Herbert, who's got this otherworldly talent, bring them together. It's hard to, to, to see it failing. So that's an obstacle for the Texans, I think. So, like, all the more reason why this offseason is huge. But it's not done until it's done. Because other, I mean, other people are, are doing Was it things. his first three years that they went to the AFC Championship game? 
Uh, NFC, NFC championship? Yeah, three year, first three years. So, yeah, yeah I mean, look, look, look I, I, I would definitely bet on, on Jim Harbaugh. On John, uh, Jim Harbaugh. Boy, that's going to start. That's going to be so confusing now. <laughs> oh, I, and, and I'm, the, I'm the worst with it. Yeah. If you got a brother and I know who he is, yeah. I'm going to call you by his name. Yeah, but Period. the odds are definitely there. But uh, like to the texture's point, yes, I know the Bills are still in the AFC. I, I think they're they're in that tier right now. I think the Bills really are. Like, Upper tier? No, the Texans tier. Really? Like they're, I think they're imploding, imploding. They're better, but they're imploding. They're confused. They had a bunch of free agents. The arrows over the at cap. the very least pointing sideways. Yes, at the, at very, the least. very least with Buffalo. The arrows and, and I don't know about Miami. I mean, how sustainable is Tua? They got weapons. They're yeah. gonna have to make a tough decision. Just fired there. their DC. But, but see that, that that's another team that if you add Derrick Henry, sure. now that team looks different. Now it's got an element to it that hey, hey Tua's not that good in the cold. All right, well we got a solution for that. You know, we you can show we can we can Derek throw Henry. we can throw short passes. And run Derrick Henry in the cold. Yeah. Like, like to, to me, that's all, all the more case for it. Don't let him go to Miami or Buffalo or the Chargers, the teams that are in your tier, mm-hmm. and certainly not the ones that are above you, the Baltimore and Kansas Cities of the world. Bobby Slowick's in Atlanta. Uh, he is talking with the uh, Atlanta Falcons at the owner's home uh, with all of the shot callers. Brandon Scott in the building, Landry Locker, uh, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you. It, it'll be interesting to see how this uh, Gerard thing does play out. Um, a lot, a lot of options. The the Philly situation. He's he's interviewed with Cleveland, um, and he's interviewed uh, with the uh, with the Saints. And and there could be more to come. Who knows? Yeah, but and none of those teams that you mentioned have a better quarterback than the Texans. No, no. So like, wh- who would you rather play? A- 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 on top of the fact that he's from here and his family's here, like the personal element on top of the professional element. Like, I don't see the argument unless it's money. I don't see the argument for any of those other places. No, I, I agree. But, uh, you know, and as much as I said, it it feels like there's an offer imminent for, for Bobby Sloak. I mean, it's going to happen. Yeah, no, that that's the only that's the argument. That's the argument. If, 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 Bobby, if Bobby doesn't Bobby get a back. job. Yeah. yeah. Derrick Henry. Man. You can't you can't quit Derrick Henry. No, you, you got to do it. <laughs> You've got to do it. Like to me, where did and, this come I, I, from? And another thing, Derrick Henry is also slightly underrated in the passing game because he's such a a mauler. He's so damn big, but he's like not necessarily elite, but like serviceable in the pass game. And then you have a change of pace, bring back Devin Singletary, or again something like that. Imagine Derrick Henry in that Texans uniform. Ooh. The new ones too. Yeah, Ooh. the new ones. Sticking it to Amy Adams Strunk. Yeah, the the yes. new, the new Derrick, oh, yes. Hen- Derrick Henry sitting there in the in the. Oh man! Hey, I, hey go, go to a- Amy Adams Strunk and say, "I see your DeAndre Hopkins, and I raise you yeah. <laughs> a Derrick Henry." Derrick man. Henry. He's sitting back there in that backfield. It's a it's a better massive. it's a better option to me than overspending on any of the expensive wide receivers that are out there. Who I'd also like to see here if I'm not gonna if because it's not my money, I wouldn't mind seeing them here either. But if I'm just trying to be smart, what I think is something good to throw money at, I think throwing money at running back specifically Derrick Henry or like if Saquon Barkley, like to me that's an easy conversation. If you can get yeah, Saquon, Saquon Barkley, is my guy. I'm I'm just worried about Derrick Henry's. You know how much tread is left. Well, but, that, and, and but that, that's the key. I don't know if I'm Saquon is Devin Singletary on steroids. Yeah, to, but to me, the the key part with Derrick Henry is like it's a it's a one year, two year deal at best. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not like I could see Saquon three, four year deal. Yeah, give him Jonathan Taylor's deal. 
Let me, me ask what you the about Colts this. Gave, what the Colts gave Jonathan Taylor, give give Saquon that. Yeah, no. He's worth that. Let me yeah, ask you about know, this. Absolutely. But, but, I think this but is Derrick Henry feels like he could be had for the one or two year deal. Just, hey, $10, $12 million guaranteed up front. I, I, you, you don't have any time to think. First first answer that comes to mind. Mike Evans or Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry. Yeah, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Yeah. That's all you need to know about where their real yeah. where their real problem is. You yeah. didn't say Saquon. I would have been really in on that. All right, Saquon or Mike Evans. Saquon. Well, and think about it, they've got same Saquon. thing, right? F- f- they got they still got five wide receivers on the roster. Three of them should be up for for roster spots, mm-hmm. right? Like the only guys who should be guaranteed spots next year are Nico and Tank Dell. Mm-hmm. The other three guys that are under contract: John Mechie, Robert Woods, and Xavier Hutchinson. Love them all. But they should be up. If you're upgrading the roster and you're, you're serious about it. getting better, those yeah. three guys should be fighting for roster spots. Let's play stay loyal or quit coming up. There's uh, four guys, four polarizing guys on the Texans roster. Are you staying loyal to him or are you quitting? Plus, Nick Casario speaks on his accro- uh, approach. And Bobby Slowick, he's in the ATL. Could he be on his way out next? Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. Stay loyal or quit. Let's let's play a little game here. Four guys with a lot to prove next year. I, when we say stay loyal, that means that, and by the way, Bobby Sluck, we got some big news on him as we play the hits. Brandon Scott in the building. I... I you, you have hope. Stay loyal means you have hope for this guy to be a productive member of the Houston Texans. Quit means you've completely given up any hope of this person being a productive member of the Houston Texans. Let's just go around the room. I'm going to start with number one, Jalen Petrie. Stay loyal or quit, B. Scott? Stay loyal. Stay loyal. I, I still feel like I've seen, and I, I'm already anticipating arguments that I'm going to make for other guys later on, so I'm going to try to get through this, <laughs> but... I've seen him be productive. I've seen him make plays. I know, I feel like I know about the work ethic and the tangible stuff too behind the scenes. So I'm going to stay loyal with that. I feel like he's, you know, comes from good stock and is going to, you know, bounce back. So yeah, I'm going to stay loyal with that one. I, I'm with you. I'm going to stay loyal. And I've been his biggest critic. I, I was disappointed in him and he should be disappointed based on what the expectations were heading into this year. But I, but I think there's, I think there's hope for Jalen Petrie to be a productive member of the Houston Texans. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, you're talking about Antoine Winfield. You already, want to, you already want to get rid of him. Like, I go back to what world are we living in, man? We're not living in that world anymore. Yeah, I mean, look, and maybe he'll develop in two or three more years. That's fair. You know, he's gotten his hands on the ball. Maybe he can catch <laughs> it. <laughs> you quitting? You quitting? I don't know. You quitting, man. Petrie? I I see your point. You quitting? You've seen Jalen Petrie make plays. How often? Early on, <laughs> like like even when he made interceptions even last when he, year, when he blitzes, we criticized his when play. When he blitzes, it makes me cringe. We like last year. Well, his hey, play, he had, what did he have? Five minutes, whatever it was. He led the league in missed tackles. Yeah, yes. but he, he ended up having to try to make tackles that he should. Man, y'all are gonna to make, make me look so bad the defense, here. The, the, I'm gonna make the front me look seven cool. was so terrible. I mean, yeah, no, uh, uh, yeah. Come you on, you quitting? I mean, I'm thinking. You quitting Petrie? 
I'm sorry, I got higher standards than y'all. So you're quitting him. Give me a big time safety. Oh, okay. Man. Give Maybe me a big time safety. You want to quit Petrie? Lopez nah, is quitting. I'm not. I'm not. Let's remember. I said this was going to be a conversation a few weeks ago. We're do, romanticizing do they, do they have his rookie year. I'm not. We are. Uh, I'm not. In a general sense. D'Amico, said, D'Amico mentioned him by name and said, keep doing what you're doing. I, no, don't. I might have romanticized <laughs> it. I might have. We're, we're roman- like, I might. What, like, we're like, oh, he had those interceptions and he made some big play. Dude could not tackle. I I mean, it's not personal. I just feel like his first year, we, we saw something in him. Okay, let's so go to the I second year then. The, the issue. Let, oh, okay, let's go to the my, second here, year here, then. You know, yeah, that, that's my issue, Lopez. The highs were good. Yes. The lows. I don't deny that. The lows were really low. Really low. Th- that that's that's why when you that's why you almost sway me look because I'm like, yeah, I mean the lows are pretty bad. I I I I, I, I know I'm the bad guy here with for fans that are not love Jalen Petrie. You're getting a lot of support on the text. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people ready to quit that Petrie. But, but here's the thing, I still can't get over catch the damn ball. I thought that could have turned the whole game. Jalen Petrie got quit by John Lopez. If you're just tuning in, I guess you better go to IJustGotQuit.com. <laughs> I guess. Okay. <laughs> I mean, let's not let's. What world are we living in? I started the show with that. We're yeah. not that world anymore. Yeah. Okay. Full, yeah. full full transparency. I spent three years in Stafford, and I still live close. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I, 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 I Shop at the same grocery oh, store. That should, that should be. <laughs> about that. Uh, there was a theory yesterday, and this was I think this was 0061, who's the funniest texture in my opinion. Um. 0061 said that Jalen Petrie needs to go back to living with his parents. Ooh. Because he lived with yeah. his parents. And he played okay. <laughs> he lived with his parents his rookie year, and then he moved out. And he, yeah. maybe he's not like he's not going to bed on time, or he's not, the bed's not made, the laundry's not there. Like yeah. maybe he's maybe got too he much needs, on his maybe plate. He needs to go back to living with his parents. I'm not yeah. saying it's off the table that he, that he elevates. I'm, what I am saying is we should have higher standards. Yeah. Yeah. So you quit Petrie. Okay. Uh, yeah. John Mechie, quit or stay loyal. And and keep in mind, and and I and and we know his story. He's told us twice. We've interviewed John Mechie twice. We love the young man. He's told us he wants to be treated like a normal football player. He does not like the the feel good story will always be a part of him. He wants to be treated like a normal football player. Stay loyal or quit John Mechie. I'm gonna stay loyal to John Mechie too. I'm going to stay loyal to John Mitchie, too. Yeah, here's the thing. And and this is the reason why. He I, did I, have three catches for 44 against the uh, Browns. <laughs> nah, no, nah, and it's not even that. It, it's not – I'm going to be honest about this one. This one is not really based much off of what we've seen. Just to me, I think he is a smaller investment at this point. Like, I think the Petrie question matters a lot more because that's your starting safety. Yeah. So, like, if I'm wrong on that and Lopez is right, like, that matters to me a lot more. If John Mechie is your fifth or sixth receiver, which at this point he is, I think that that there is room to grow from within that. So, like, like if you're talking about, hey, we're expecting John Mechie to be a go-to guy or mm-hmm. like a major factor, like a number three. Yeah, no, nah, then then we're having a little bit different of a conversation. That sounds like you're kind of quitting now. Yeah, no, am I quitting on him being like a top two, top three guy, like yeah. a, a starter? Sure, but on the team, like quitting altogether, no. Let me just be. Let me just say what John Mechie has been, one year into his season. I'll, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just. I won't even count the rookie season. You know, I, I won't say two years. This will be his second season going in. You basically. know what he has been? What's he been? He's been a poor man's version of Kiki QT. Like honestly, like Kiki, we saw more from Kiki QT. He got two seasons, but but he he gave us more. 
Kiki has some legendary games. Man. <laughs> legendary. Dude, he set the he set the rookie reception yes. record yeah. his first game. Yeah. Like yeah, like fifteen catches in one game I'm, at one I'm, point. I'm quitting. Mechie had a catch in the playoff game. Three, Me- yeah, three, yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. I'm quitting John Mechie when it comes to expecting him to be a a, a 55, 60 catch guy. I am staying loyal to John Mechie, and I think it's easier than staying loyal to to, to Petrie. And and the reason is, let's treat him like a football player, just like he said. Forget that he had cancer; he still missed a year. Yeah, he missed a year. He did, and he had a torn ACL. Yeah, 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 torn ACL yeah. when they yeah. drafted So this him. was yep. his rookie year, yep. and it was all coming at him at once. I'm loyal. Okay, so you're staying loyal to Mechie. Yeah. Figgy, you quit Mechie, or you staying on it? Yeah, I'm out on him, man, okay. because I think the window is open right now, yeah. and it's a lot of talent out there to just be staying loyal to somebody who could be, uh, could have, would have. All right, this is interesting here. They like this guy, obviously. Well, they liked him last season. Well, they, I thought. Yeah. Titus Howard. Titus Howard. Staying loyal or quitting? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have a choice. I don't think you've got yeah, a choice. I was about to say, do we have a choice? Oh, you, no, you have a choice. Yeah, no, I mean. Do yeah, you, you believe have a in him? This is, do yeah, you believe yeah, you in him? Do you believe in him? No, nah, they, they, they paid him. We know what's so, going to happen. Okay. So he's yeah. there. He's yeah. there. But do you do you believe in Titus Howard being a really, really, really good right tackle? At, at right tackle, yes. I'm, I'm staying loyal to, right, to Titus Howard at right tackle. You are. If they move him to left guard, I'm not only not loyal to Titus Howard, I'm not loyal to the decision makers who make that decision. Shout uh, out to. So, so uh, it'll, it'll be a double quit. Shout out to Roberto Duran. No mas. No mas. What, what, uh, is, it, what uh, is it about Titus he's Howard gonna, at right tackle he's that has play. got y'all out on him? He's going to play. Because they didn't, they didn't think he was good enough to play it this year, and they put him at left guard where he sucks. I'll put it this way. I don't think way. that's what happened, though. No, no, what do you think no, no, no. The, the moves. That's what happened. The moves, what happened? The they, moves. Did, they didn't have a left guard. Okay. But, so, but, but the backups were better. Like, he, he was terrible. So, so if no, he's so they, good at right tackle, then no, why? They, no, once the once – the, Kendrick Green got hurt. That's when he ended up at left guard, right? So the bat, they didn't have any more backups. I'll put it this way. They had B. nobody Scott. left, and uh, they, uh, so they put him at left guard. But I'll put it this he way. He still sucked at left guard. He was still better at right, but he didn't It was he didn't lose. I don't think he lost his job at right tackle. Here's how I would illustrate it best. Charlie Heck could replace George Fant, but Titus Howard could not. I, I don't think that that's what's ha- that, yeah, that it was. Is what happened. It was, because like, 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 he was already out for the year. Uh, when they put Charlie Heck, Charlie Heck was a, I mean, George Fant was a, a healthy, not scratch, but but he wasn't a starter. There, yeah, I think. And, and something, Heck was. Something weird was going on with that. But like, Titus I, Howard couldn't do that. I don't think that happened either. But don't you think. But don't <laughs> I don't you, think Charlie Heck actually outplayed. But don't you think. Well, he was there. But don't you think you George make Fant. do, like, if he's as good at right tackle as y'all say is, don't you just make do and figure out what to do at no, guard? No, no, I think there was a weird situation where they had a, so we talked about this. They had a surplus of tackles and a shortage of guard. And the one guy that they thought could play guard still didn't play guard as well, but the, the, but the drop-off at tackle was less than the drop-off at guard. But if you are guard. a starting right it tackle. A, it was a d- double-edged sword sort of thing. But if you're starting right tackle that can be productive, who cares about a surplus at tackle? You're the tackle. No, but it was the issue at guard. Oh, I understand that. I understand so that. So who's going to play guard? George Fent can't play guard. You apparently, apparently Titus Howard can't play how, guard either. How did Juice do? But, so, but Juice was hurt. That well, was, but not the whole time. I think it was like a week. I don't know if it was a week or not, but uh, the overlap there is not very is yeah. not very much. I just right, so you look. I, and long story short, he's going to be the right tackle, but I'm quitting. Yeah, man, right. he, he, was, he, was, he was a good right tackle last year, and then all of a sudden they start jacking around with him at guard again, again like they did two years ago. Stop that! Stop doing yeah. the guard thing. Do right. the tackle thing. So you're in on Titus as a good tackle as this, a tackle. This is the, this is the most polarizing one. Show quit him yesterday. Kenyon Green. 
if we're just being honest. We're, we're being honest right now, right? We're not, I'm not we're trolling. We're trying to be. I, I'm quitting King and Green. I'm quitting King and Green. Like, because mm-hmm. this is to your point earlier yeah. about being serious. Now, I am intrigued. I am very, 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 very intrigued by King and Green going into, like, I, I really hope to be wrong about this. Because I think that's the guy, like, to me, if he can turn it around, you got to think about it like this. That's still a young player who I think last year not playing hurt him more mm-hmm. than it helped the perception of him. Dude. What really could actually help him by not playing Dude. last year, get healthy, yeah. and actually go out there. Yeah, and he had to get away. and be it the, was hard, it, He was hurt, and it was hard to watch. Yeah, but now he can go out there and actually be the thing. that They, they need somebody that's a badass in the run game, a mauler, yeah. right, at left guard, specifically at his position. Yeah. And he's had a chance to actually go out there and get healthy. He wasn't really healthy as a rookie, and we saw that he wasn't healthy Sounds like you're not quitting him. Play. Look, no, I, I'm quitting him because I think they need a, a, seri- a more serious plan at left guard, so that's why I'm quitting him. Like, I don't think you can go in and be like, hey, King and Green's going to put it all together, and that's going to be our left guard. He's on the team, so, like, they don't have to quit He's him. He's on the team. So, But but in terms of, like, hey, do I can, can I, like, honestly project this? No, it's hard to do. Yeah. It's hard to do right now, and, and especially given how desperate they are at the position. But I'm real fascinated by the competition there. Is it King and Green? Is it Jared Patterson? Do they bring in a free agent? What does it look like? He's kind of a poor man's uh, Petrie to me. Uh, he, he's he's going to be on the team. He's going to play some, but you got to look at it differently. Yeah, you, you you've got to set a higher standard. You can't mess around. Yeah, with you that can't position. mess around. Yeah. Here's my thing with Kenyon Green, and and I maybe I'm reading too much into this. Mm-hmm. Like, you ever like see someone and. You're like, man, that dude belongs. Like that, that dude just belongs. Like he, like even Derek Stingley. Like Derek Stingley doesn't say much, but you look at him at the D'Amico Ryan's press conference. You look at him training walking camp. around. You're like, when this, he walked out of training camp, yeah, you're like, like this, this cat. Like even like in the, <laughs> it's like this cat belongs. Kenyon Green just seems like a overwhelmed kid. Like Figgy, Figgy saw him at the press conference, and Figgy was like, what? <laughs> what is this? He was he was sitting next to Wade Smith, and I'm like, this look awkward as hell. And they both play pretty much the same position. I yeah. kind of got a baby face, kind of. Yeah, it was like yeah. a high schooler sitting next to a grown but, man. But I think that's a real important thing to remember. Again, the urgency of the position is the reason why I'm like, hey, just take it seriously. We talk about running back taking it seriously. I think you got to really take guard seriously. But they might have Juice at guard and Patterson at center next year. Like they, or, they or flip flop. Yeah, depend. I, I think Juice is probably more of a guard, and and Patterson plays both. But like, yeah, that combination is gonna make King and Green situation interesting. But to this point, the Figgy's making it. We're making about how young he is. Like he is actually, I think six months older than C.J. Stroud, mm-hmm. or six months older than Will Anderson, and seven months older than C.J. Stroud. Yeah. They are, which is to say, they are the exact same age, I just born the to, same year. Like he's that young. They need to pick a position and and let him go, for him, for 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 Kenyon Green. I wouldn't put it past him being a center, at this point. Well, he's a. I mean, he's a guard. He's posi- a guard. His position is not his problem. Yeah. Right. It's the health. Right. It's the health and it's the consistency. But I like the, Juice at left guard. You do? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he got his ass whooped uh, Saturday. I think he's good. He, I mean, no, I think he's gonna be good. He was bad on Saturday. No, he I, wasn't great, but I think he's gonna be good. I, I'd like to put Juice because now Juice I, is supposed to be a center and he's yeah, supposed I, to be I, a guard. I, I'd like yeah. to put Juice at center. I'd like to put Juice at center. Man, I, I tell you what, like uh, 
he I actually need a left guard. Juice uh, on Saturday, he adjusted my plans for Vegas. When we go to Vegas, I was going to go see the Michael Jackson tribute at Cirque. <laughs> I don't need to because that, dude, moon, that dude. He was. I, I saw enough moonwalking <laughs> from Juice on Saturday. I don't need to see the Michael Jackson tribute. Now. He, he was displaced on a player too. He, he was. Oh gosh. No, he was. Man. Well, they, a lot of guys you can say weren't exactly yeah. themselves I on Saturday. It. I get it. <laughs> B Scott, appreciate you for coming through. Yes, sir. Coming up, Bobby Slowick is in Atlanta. Could he be heading there permanently? Plus, Nick Casario speaks on his first full season and how to attack free agency next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 